0: On today's show, FCA faces more fines from NHTSA, the cost to replace the BMW i3's tires might just surprise you, and one report says greater adoption of advanced driver assistance systems could really reduce the number of accidents. All that and more coming right up on Autoline Daily. This is Autoline Daily for September 30th of 2015. Uh-oh, looks like FCA is in trouble with the regulators again. Now NHTSA says it notified the company that it significantly underreported the number of deaths and injur- injuries related to defects in the company's vehicles. FCA, on the other hand, says that it discovered deficiency in its reporting system and that it was the one which notified NHTSA of these problems. NHTSA accuses FCA of significant deficiencies in what the agency calls an early warning report. Mark Rosekind, the NHTSA administrator, says, and I quote here, This represents a significant failure to meet a manufacturer's safety responsibilities. NHTSA will take appropriate action after gathering additional information on the scope and cause of this failure. And that sure sounds to us like FCA is facing another significant fine. The last one cost the company $105 million. By now, you've most likely seen those skinny rubber bands that the BMW i3 rides on. The logic behind this is low rolling resistance and improved aerodynamics. Bridgestone is the sole tire provider for the i3, which can be had with either 19 or 20 inch wheels. Due to the rear drive configuration, the rear tires are a little wider. You may remember that we've reported how much more money it can cost to replace tires of these diameters. And after staring at our test i3 for the last few days, we began to wonder how much those low production, large diameter tires would be. And a bit to our surprise, they're not expensive at all. We priced them out anywhere from $130 to $150 each, which is really not that bad. We even found out that Bridgestone makes a winter tire for the i3 as well, but we were unable to find any in our search. So those may require a few extra phone calls and maybe a few extra pennies. We'll be back with more news right after this.
1: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles and by Pure Michigan, Leading the automotive world in intelligent connected vehicles, we run on brain power.
0: Automakers will try and learn a lesson from almost any walk of life. And now Ford is in the final phase of a project that leverages technology from outer space. It worked on enhancing vehicle communications and saw a connection in the challenges faced for space robot communications. A new connectivity manager was created that uses software and algorithms to select from available cellular, Wi-Fi, and communication with other vehicles and the infrastructure to determine the option best suited to transmit data to the cloud. A little confusing, I know. For example, though, say a vehicle recognizes there's black ice at the beginning of a tunnel, but there's no cellular reception or Wi-Fi is not available. What to do? A car leaving the tunnel that has good reception could send out the word of slippery conditions. The Ford Motor Company has now filed several patents stemming from the project and will continue working on vehicle communication technologies. We've all heard how autonomous cars could prevent 90% or more of accidents, but a new report from the Boston Consulting Group says that if advanced driver assistance systems were more widely adopted, they could have a big impact as well. Because a vast majority of crashes are caused by human error, it says that these systems could prevent 28% of all crashes and save nearly 10,000 lives each year. And this does not include new technologies. It's only factoring in currently available features like forward collision warning, adaptive cruise control, and lane departure warning. But as of now, their market penetration is only growing at 2 to 5% annually. Factors include lack of awareness and poor explanation of the features. But the biggest drawback is price. Consumers are just not willing to pay for how much these technologies cost. So it seems like now is the time to try and figure out how to bring down the price and get these systems more widely adopted. Not only could advanced driver assistance systems save $250 billion a year in prevented accidents, they will help pave the way for autonomous vehicles. Don't forget to set a reminder for Autoline After Hours tomorrow. Our special guest is going to be Mike Sweers, the chief engineer for trucks at Toyota. And he's going to be bringing his baby into the studio, the new Tacoma. So here's your chance to get a deep dive into the details of how that truck was engineered and why they did the things that they did. Join John and Gary for some of the best insights into what makes the auto industry work. And coming up next, John responds to your comments and questions.
1: Hey! Hey. Did you have a good nap? The Firestone Destination LE2. Tough enough to handle anything the road throws at you. And you throw at it. Durable, dependable, Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Not surprisingly, you all had a lot to say about the Volkswagen scandal. Matthew Gaines liked my editorial that said Volkswagen's board is stacked with too many insiders. I would have to agree that a board of supervisors shouldn't be a board of employees and investors. You need fresh eyes looking through a window into the company and not a bunch of people shareholders. But Joe Wilder called me out on my previous support for diesel engines. Can we hear a word from John and his vaunted love of diesels? I'm a fan of yours, John, but you need to get ribbed on this one. (laughs) Joe, you're right. I have been a big fan of diesels and especially VW's four-cylinder diesels. I want for them Hook, line, and sinker. And like a lot of people now, I feel betrayed by what Volkswagen did. It actually makes me feel depressed. Meanwhile, a number of you were busy speculating what comes next. Shan wants to know just wondering what brand will benefit from VW's fiasco. HTG thinks it's going to be Mazda Sky Active. And that's a pretty interesting answer. VW's downfall could be just what Mazda needs. After all, it makes drivers' cars, even uses the advertising slogan, Driving Matters. You know, Mazda should be actively planning how it can capitalize on VW's problems. But Kit Gerhardt doesn't think Mazda will be the winner. He says Prius sales should benefit from the VW fiasco. At least one friend and I mainly cross-shopped TDI Golf and Sportwagon before buying Priuses. Well, let's see if the new Prius is truly fun to drive. If it is, then I would agree that some VW diesel buyers will try it out. You all also had a lot to say about that color chart that we showed from Exalta, which shows how car buyers are choosing muted colors today compared to brighter colors in the past. AWD Freak says, heck, I've toned down, no pun intended, my choices of car color simply because it's more convenient to be less noticeable, especially if one is driving excessively fast. Roger Blows points out that most dealers stock the silver, white, and black. So if you buy from stock, not much choice at retail. And you know, he's right. In the US, most people buy off the lot instead of ordering cars from the factory. So they have to go with what the dealers have ordered. And finally, Pedro Fernandez says, I'm looking at a used Yaris, canary yellow. I thought it was an Earl Scheib paint job, but no, it was actually a factory color that year. It makes the diminutive hatch look like a baby chicken. Great price and condition, but man, that color. (laughs) Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments and please keep them coming. But with that, we wrap up today's report and I wanna thank you for watching.